from Yoa. This is two takes in the pod. Hello and welcome to Two Takes on a Pod. My name is Osai. And my name is Falaren. This is our podcast where we give you two takes on our theme of the moment. On this episode, we explore mental health and blackness and being a man and all that shit put together. All that good shit. We've got uh, an amazing guest. His name is Fumilade and he talks about his journey through learning about mental health and how he's found a way to get involved and give back to the community. He also runs uh, an event or events throughout the city that involve cooking and getting together and chatting and being a family. It's called Family Meal. There is one coming up February 8th. So make sure to check that out as well. The link will be in the show notes. In the show notes, baby. So we also talk about um, common misconceptions associated with mental health. You know, kind of like, yeah, I must be crazy if I'm going to go see a therapist. Or bad habits, like trying to diagnose yourself before actually going to see someone. Bad idea. Um, very bad idea. We end up discussing our experiences and, you know, the steps we've taken to deal with, you know, our struggles with mental illness. Fumlade kind of ends with, like, just giving us some tips, some places, some resources to go. So, uh, you know, have a listen, man. You might learn something. Yeah, I was uh, I was a real fan of this conversation. I felt like there's not a lot uh, of places and spaces that you can go to For sure. talk about accessibility of mental health, destigmatizing what it's like. Yeah. Um, to deal with these issues and the processes and stuff. And you had a great bit about like your personal experiences as well. So I'm a big fan of this episode. Yeah, hundred percent. I think I, it just kind of helped me highlight what some of the misconceptions I still had were. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and just, yeah, I think it, you know, it also let me know I kind of was on the right path, like trying to figure it out, you know? Um, so yeah, like take a look, man, listen, and hopefully it helps you deal with or helps you help people that you love, you know, that are going through some of these things. Awesome. It's another episode of Two Takes of the Pod, guys. I hope you enjoy. Is uh, going live. Um, welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Who are we thanking? I was like, oh, thank, <laughs> like, thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like a, uh, thank you. Oh. <laughs> well, you well, you're welcome, man. Yeah, you're yeah. welcome. Okay, <laughs> all right. Like, who, who, are who are we thanking? Like, you that you are oh, listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you there. Yeah, you there. Yeah, you hear these uh, two and a half deep voices. Mine is obviously the half. Um, Nah, man, your voice is deep. Sometimes when I want it to, you know. <laughs> <This bitch. laughs> You really turn it on there, huh? Like. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, can't take it anywhere. <laughs> um, okay, on this episode, we have uh, special guests. We have nothing but illustrious guests on the show. Um, I do. His name is Fumi. Yep. You go by for me, right? You don't go by for me, Ladi, because I know either or, either or, you don't mind, depending on what you want to call me. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, for me, works in the community as a mental health advocate, and we thought it'd be dope to have him on the show today because we're talking about being young, being black, and being stressed the fuck out. Yeah, man, he's gonna help us, t- you know, deal with our feelings and whatnot. Yeah, that's what we do on the show. We talk about feelings. Yeah, man. yeah, all the time. So, uh, wow. do you want to give the people a little intro? Tell them about yourself. Uh, sure, man. Uh, <laughs> my name is Fumi, Fumi Lade. 
FT, F title, whichever one of those you want to call me is okay. Um, as Polari said, I do work in the community as a mental health advocate. Um, been doing that for a few years now. And like initially it was just a job, but it's like a huge part of my personality and like identity now. So like, hence why we are here today. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, mental health is cool. Talk about it. Don't be afraid. No. Find people who are like comfortable um, and are okay with you sharing super important yeah it's a major key um so i i dm'd like an old friend about this about this before because i'm like i mean we knew it we wanted to talk about mental health not not just because like it's something that we've been like developing our skills in over the last year i say we but i want to, I, I don't want to speak for you but like i have <laughs> i'm, I'm, I mean, I'm doing pretty, your walk yeah. <laughs> i've definitely been doing the work doing the work yeah i mean i i think I, i've kind of always have i've always like been introspective mm-hmm. so a lot of times when like people are talking about this thing like you should do this i was like oh shit like i actually follow some of these mm. but i'm by no means a expert or anything mm-hmm. like that i just yeah. realized that you know i've practiced some good habits mm. and there's some i really need to pick up on yeah I mean, like, if anything, I would say I'm an expert in my bad habits. Um, like, that's good. Is it? Um, I think it is. An expert. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it means like you know your bad habits, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like <laughs> I know them well. <laughs> I know them well. I got hung You're actively turning them. Okay, well, you're using it. That's <laughs> way. <laughs> I think you've addressed them. You're trying to deal with them. Well, I mean, like. <laughs> This year, this entire like last ten months of my life, ten, bro. Yeah, man. We are, yeah, yeah. I'm on twelve right now. <laughs> no, not even like 2019. Like, I think the more aware I get, which is the point I was gonna make, the more I realize that like this is stuff I've been struggling mm. with for way longer than yeah. since I've been aware of them. Right, right, right. Because right? right. like, um, typically there's a life event that will bring something to your attention, mm-hmm. and then you go. Oh, this is a thing. Yeah. And it's been a thing. And bro. it's been a thing. Oh, how did this inform all of my last Mm-mm-mm-mm. decisions? How did this inform everything? Right? Oh, okay. Now that I found this, oh, there's this and there's that and there's, you know? Um, so that's basically been my journey for like 15 months, I'd say, last little bit. Um, and so, yeah, we definitely knew that like mental health and how we deal specifically was something that. I wanted to cover, mm. right? Because like, it's a it's a buzz word now, right? Like everybody wants to talk yeah. about wellness or like how you take care of yourself. But it's like, sexy that's the sexy thing to talk it's about. It's very it's very cute right now, yeah. right? But I I don't know if like I want the cute version of the conversation today. Like for, I don't know. For me personally, I can't I can't effectively have the cute conversation. Mm. I don't know. You know, like. For me, like, uh, it, it, it's affected my family. You know what I mean? Like, I've had to, like, question myself on how I'm dealing with these things. So, like, there's some very real questions I have in my head that I've, like, you know, asked a ther- my therapist um, to try and kind of get some understanding. Like, <laughs> like for me, the, the best thing about therapy is just that, like, it helps you understand some of the things you've been not just hiding or you didn't even acknowledge. Like, I want to know. Mm-hmm. Right, I, I'm the kind of person I want to know. I want to understand myself better. But there's some things that are so deep seated. I like you need the help to get out. You need yeah. a professional's help to get that information out. If not, like to point out those blind spots. Actually, I'm glad that you mentioned that because that helps with the first thing I think I wanted to figure out, which is self-diagnosing. Mm. And I really want you to shed light on this because, like, you have exp- like on yeah. on the 
ground experience. I don't want to say on because it sounds like a bad, sounds like a war zone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For some people, it is a war yeah, zone. Yeah, actually, right? you know what? Yeah, um, but like you know, you deal with this you yeah. know, more frequently with other people than say like we are just dealing with ourselves. Um, so is that a habit that you want to get into? Like self diagnosing for okay, yo, no, this is what's wrong with me because I read three articles right, by someone right. complaining. You know, like or is it, is there a way to do that? Like. In, effective. A, in an effective way mm. I, it's I don't know it's sort of interesting because like where I used to work at like they didn't require a diagnosis for anyone to come in and get help so like in that case like it's sort of like targeting barriers to accessing care because to get a diagnosis you got to see a psychiatrist mm. when you see a psychiatrist you probably have to wait a while and like it costs money so it's like let's cut off that barrier Let they don't people... pick up your phone calls exactly right like and <laughs> I tried the, 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 the wait least are mad long you know so like it's like how do we reduce that barrier fair enough come through what is it that you're dealing with what is it that you think you're dealing with let's help you figure that out so at that point in time it's like okay whether or not you self-diagnose we're gonna talk about it right and figure out what you think is going on is a real issue am I be something else self-diagnosis is like it's so easy now because like on the internet you can find information about anything you can find you know groups or forums about something you think you're dealing with and it might be similar mm-hmm. like but it might not be the exact thing and because so many people are talking about it, it's like yeah that makes sense that's mm-hmm. what it is and that's cool because like it's like well now i can identify what these challenges are but i think the next step after that is to say well let me take this to someone who has a better understanding of this right like let's go on like as you said let's take this to therapy or a professional and open it up because mm. for me i might be thinking that maybe i've got like major depression but it might just like you know it might be an extended period of sadness that doesn't necessarily mean depression it might mean something in my life is really triggering this and unless i figure that out like in can lead to this depression but like that self-diagnosis piece is really it, it can be really tricky man like, so it becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah yeah right? it like, can it can like it really, oh i have really this can. and then you begin to behave in ways that mimic that exactly. and then you, it's, or you're using that as an excuse because like you've decided that this is my thing oh no i'm depressed that's why I, right right I like, but it's only your own self-diagnosis you've not yeah. really gotten some help mm, yeah so like you really you like if you're going to find information about what it is you feel like you're experiencing like don't just like hold on to that internet like or things you've heard from other people around you like you want to like you know take that to someone who has a little bit like more understanding and like open it up like make sure you don't fall into that cycle of like self-diagnosis to self-fulfilling prophecy to like a situation where it becomes much more serious than it should have been Mm. right like yeah that can be tricky yeah i I feel like what i'm taking away from that is like yeah i mean I feel like self-diagnosing is only good because you've acknowledged that there is a problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. that's it. Don't yeah. try and do anything that's else. Like, yeah, yeah, that's like, yeah. the early, that's the first step. Yeah. Like, you're not solving anything, yeah, really. Yeah, you're yeah. just like, oh, okay, there might be an issue and these stories sound like they're similar to mine. Mm-hmm. So let me get yeah. some help. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sometimes that will, <laughs> this is where I, I that feels like a victory. What, right? what exactly? That's the acknowledgement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. That is a real feels, victory. Like, it, it, and, I wouldn't blame people if they stop there. Like if you're mm. like, oh, okay. Now I kind of have a general idea of what's wrong. Yeah. So maybe I can web MD my way through this. Right. Like maybe right. I could just research. Yeah. And then, you know, trick my man- mind into it or whatever. Mm. Right. I don't, I don't really blame people if they're there, but it's like, like you're saying, you don't want to get stuck there. Cause like when something does go wrong, you mm-hmm. don't have the skills. You don't have this. Like that's, I think that's like, like a, like a tricky point to be at because like the, 
space between acknowledgement and actually like doing something about it can be as long as you know one day to like 10 years mm. right like mm. you can continue carrying this cross that yeah I've acknowledged it and that's okay I like that again that's a huge victory but like at what point do you like decide to chase another victory in which you decide to tackle this thing head on mm. right um, again and everybody's journey is different I don't blame anybody for how long they choose to spend in that process uh, but I think it's important that you do get to the next step however whatever that looks like mm. right um, yeah no, like I'm listening I don't know if I'm listening is a great way to put this but I listen whenever I work up the courage to mm. this podcast called The Anxious Achiever okay um, and one of the things that has struck me throughout the episodes with their different guests is that like these are high like really high performing people so yeah. it basically they interview um you know ceos or cfos or super like high level corporate folks who have acknowledged that they deal with some sort of anxiety or um something in their mm. life right and like you just said that space between acknowledgement and oh i'm gonna do something about it can be as quickly as right now yeah to decades because like this this folks were like oh yeah i mean i realized when i was 32 mm. that yeah this is a problem but you know at 32 i had a wife a young baby and just like promising career so i was like i'm not stopping to try and figure yeah, this shit out yeah like i'm gonna go yeah. the next like you know you'll mm. plow right through right it's so messed up right because like that could be part of what they equate their success to be. Mm, okay. Right? Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like a lot of times when like I'm anxious about something, it actually makes me feel like, okay, I think this thing is important. So it's just like, where's the lev- healthy level? Right. You, you know, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, but I, I don't think it's a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because some of these people are like, if they're CEOs of like, you know what I mean? Fortune 500 companies with like, 100,000 employees like that's a lot of lives in your hands mm-hmm. you know so I understand the anxiety and like does that does that adjust depending on what kind of level of stress you might be dealing with right right you know I think the thing that like at least from what I understand when it comes to like diagnosing like any sort of mental health condition is that at what point does it start affecting your life like we can be anxious about like I've got a big test tomorrow right like i've got a huge presentation from the board of directors of my you know company or thousand man company obviously you're going to be anxious if not you're probably a psychopath like i mean you don't feel emotions you're not worried about certain things Mm. right like but like if you're feeling anxious about that that makes sense but like if it gets to a point where like you're unable to complete like your daily tasks you're unable to like socialize in healthy ways Mm. right or whatever that might look like for anyone then like again i don't know the entire like you know like diagnosis for anxiety yeah but like still you know you want to look at how that might be affecting your daily life and that's when you know my own consider okay maybe i should start talking about this differently but again i I feel like most people deal with anxiety with different areas of their life like i feel like it's a daily emotion even more so now it's like just the amount of information we're like open to it's like oh shit this is happening in this next part of the world like that is stressing me out. Right? Like, like Nigeria today. Exactly. Yeah. No, like, Nigeria today was, I had a moment where, and like, so I, I have this thing where, <clears throat> well, attention has never been my strong suit. Anybody who's spent mm-hmm. like any time with me knows that like, I, I can give you a solid five, maybe five and a half, six minutes. And then like something else in the periphery will grab my attention. That's just been my thing from time. <laughs> so at work, like I have this like, issue right where like i have to focus attention for like short spans of time mm. um and that's the only way i can get working 
super intense 10 minutes and then like I can chill for like 5, 10 and then like super intense 10 minutes it's kind of like how I cope um, and the Nigerian news today like sent me off like this because I'm like okay now I can't <laughs> I can't concentrate because I want to read everything about this right right not because it's going to change the outcome of my day or like I'm some activist where I'm going to be tweeting about it trying yeah, to get people's yeah. attention it's literally not going to change anything but I'm just super like it's now on my mind you know um this is a really random thought, but like, like you're saying, oh, no, like, that, that's exactly yeah, how I got yeah, today. So okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I'm pretty sure. I, I was at work all day. I wasn't on my phone. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Okay. He's like, I was not on my phone. That's probably for the best. Shout out to your employer. Shout out, man. You got a, a hardworking guy here, man. Like, like, you want to see someone that bonus Yeah, man. 10 hours later. What happened? Well, basically, so, so worry. So worry. Yeah. That, that guy okay the, um he was in court today and got rearrested by dss well yeah. violently rearrested I yeah because say. basically he got like uh, like he basically got released yesterday at some point right and then he, he, i don't know what he has to report today no no he was released yesterday after like okay, 124 okay, okay, days okay, okay, like okay. i think it was since august he's been right, in, right. in in, in mm. prison and basically the international community has been reaching out and basically saying hey like what's going on here right mm. and then last week is really when it hit the head so it kind of makes sense that they released him this week on thursday mm -hmm. and then the next day we receive videos of them trying to like attack him yeah, and, yeah, and, and yeah, hold yeah. him and i don't know if they even were successful in in basically arresting him later on yeah. and the other guy who's there with them is basically declared missing right now mm. whoa yeah i think his name is bakari i'm not right? sure yeah. yeah so he like i don't at this point what? in time like yeah. nobody knows where he is so it's like wow. i mean everybody's tweeting about this yeah, FOMO yeah, plays yeah. a part and you're just like okay I gotta learn everything yeah, about this yeah, now yeah, right yeah. right right. Um, okay uh, what has been for either of you or did you wanna no 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 keep okay. going actually no I have something serious please I yeah. like I know it's weird like you know when you like we I, you guys introduced me as a mental health advocate I just realized I'm just being mindful of the fact that like I said like you know if you're not thinking about like such a like some huge worrying things in your life that you might be a psychopath like I understand the diagnosis for like a psychopath mm -hmm. right I just want to say that wasn't said in like bad faith <laughs> right right right, right. I like, like that clean up I yeah. get it I get it I'm like it's like I I know some people might feel a kind of way about it. And if mm. you do, like, I get it. Like, right. you can come to me and we can have a conversation. I'm not going to, like, vex. Mm. Like, we can have a learning conversation. Right. That's, that's what I'm about. <laughs> like it, oh, it's learning. A, it's a, teacher, it's a yeah, teachable it's, moment. It's, yeah. it's, it's a teachable moment. But again, I just wanted to say, like, I get that. Yeah, like, maybe, maybe, maybe you're not worried about our presentation because <laughs> the last two weeks preparing. Exactly. You're good. <laughs> like, but guess what? You were probably anxious during you're that good, two weeks. So you're good. <laughs> good. You're good, my G. That's it. That's it. All right, let's carry on. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Our nerd fan base. Is like, Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, 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 what do you mean? Like, uh, I did this every day in school, and I got a dean's list. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, no, I like that cleanup. Thank you. Um, that's how. That's how you know a real uh, a real ally. Whatever. Um, yeah, he's they're like, very conscientious. Yeah, 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 I got it. Like, like you have to check yeah, yourself. No, no, right. no. That, that's 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 dope. Hey guys. On this collection, we're trying something a little different. Okay, we're going to be asking interesting questions and we're hoping for interesting answers. All you have to do is record a voice note and send it to our email. That's it. So here's the first question. Do you think it's possible to love two partners at once? Shouldn't be that hard, right? Well, that's it, man. Uh, send us an email uh, with a voice note. You can send it to two takes on the pod at gmail.com. That's two takes, T W O takes and the pod. 
at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Um, I completely blank on the question now, but okay, no, no, mental health challenge. Um, or let me rephrase it. The biggest challenge you faced on this journey, um, I called it, I call it a journey because I think I realized I had a life event, mm-hmm. like I, I sort of subscribed to, described earlier. Subscribed. Subscribe <laughs> to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I described earlier, like I had a life event that like made me realize that one, the way I was doing things was just not working. It's not mm-hmm. effective. Uh, so you got to change. You change your approach. And then like, okay, to what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, okay. Uh-uh. Uh, <laughs> I got to change. And to something. <laughs> okay, cool. I'll change. Yeah, like to what? Yeah. yeah. Um, that's, that's the word. So like, that's my, I mean, that's my answer to this. Yeah. Like the most challenging thing for me has been like, okay, oh shit, something's wrong. Not just something's wrong. Something's been wrong. Um, and it's gotten to a point where like, you know, you suffered real losses. Mm. So it's no longer tenable. Like right. you have to do something yeah, about yeah, this, right? Yeah. Facts. Um, now what? Right now, now it's like rebuilding your entire worldview. Mm. Now it's like understanding that like at the center of it is self and like you're only reacting to things, right? And like, it was all of that, all of that jazz, right? So for me, it's literally been like figuring out how to be next. And I think maybe to provide some context to that, right? Like just me as a person, maybe like coming into my teenagehood, I was like, okay, I feel like this is who I am. Mm. I'm going to stick to it. And it was kind of like... This is okay. I I know how I, this is my identity, and I'm a and I held on to that heavy for like a lot of those years. Yeah. Um. There's probably times where I shouldn't have, mm. right? And it's like your defenses come and your defenses keep you where you're at. But then you know, got to a place where it's like this no longer works, mm. and then change, and then like this year it was like okay, this no longer works. Now what to? That's been my personal challenge. Right. What have you guys had? Um, yeah, I mean, for me, some of the major challenges for me was like um, knowing that somebody's going through something, something that's close to you, that is going through something and not really being able to like effectively help them sometimes because they don't believe they have a problem in the first place. Mm. You know what I mean? Ah. So it's just like, it's a challenge trying to communicate that like, how do you tell somebody, yeah, no, no, you have a problem. I know you, I love you, I care about mm. you, but but you have a problem, trust me. It's like, you, you can't effectively do that, right? Like, you kind of, <laughs> you kind of have to like, talk through issues mm. and then basically I'm realizing this. So like at this point, it's like, how do I communicate this? But I'm not a therapist, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I can schedule one, like, do you want to, well, mm. no, like, you, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah, I mean, like yeah, that whole yeah. pushback mm. of like, basically you care about somebody and you want to like help, but you don't really know how to help. Like that for me was like, is, is kind of like still a challenge really, mm. you know? That's like, that was like my initial challenge. Like I remember like coming straight out of like school, you know, psychology degree, BSc. Hey. What, what do you want to tell me? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out here. <laughs> yeah, I've had already book. You know, like that's like the worst thing because like the books, like, you know, this is theory. Mm. I remember like a friend of mine was going through like a very difficult time at that point. And like, when I think back at now, like it makes sense. Like this person was like, she had just finished university. She was doing her master's. She was by herself, like in England. Like it was a difficult time, like isolation away from her family, mm. like trying to make major life decisions. And in my mind, I was just like, bro, you're depressed obviously. You mm. should go see a psychiatrist. And she's just like, okay, but like, who do I go and see? Mm. And you know, a lot of times it's like, yeah, but like, that's like, that's, decision is so far away like in this moment right now like 
life sucks. How do I deal with this right now? And in my mind, I was just like, obviously, solution focus. How do we fix this? How do we fix this? I like, when I think back to that, I was probably like doing everything wrong. Like in my mind, I thought I was doing the right things, but like, I was like, shit, now nah, I wish I could go back. And then I go back and like handle that situation differently. And having been in a similar situation where I was going through something very, very difficult and like the person I was trying to communicate this to didn't particularly get it or the people I was trying to communicate it to. And I was just like, bruv, like this sucks. <laughs> like guys, like, like I get it. I should do something about it. But in but these like, moments, like, can you just like listen to me? Like, can you like, just hear like, me out? Just hear me out. And like, that's like, you know, obviously like we want to be there for the people we care about. Like, I'm like, I can't, you know, shame anybody for that. Like, you know, that's our number one instinct. Fix, solve, right? Mm-hmm. But a lot of the times, like when you're in that position, when you're in the hot seat and everybody around you is trying to solve the problem, dog, I'm just trying to be heard. Like this thing, I'm just saying it for the first time. You know, like, can we just acknowledge that? Like, can we just hold that for a second mm-hmm. before trying to do anything with it? It's just come out. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, I just had a baby, dog. Yeah. Like his baby's not trying to go to school. Not, not right away. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, let's just acknowledge let's this, this child, man. Yeah, like, like, let's just take a second. Yeah, right? like, let it cry. Okay. It's, it's, so, it's so messed up because, I'm, I mean, like, on, on the other side, I think I might have been a little guilty of that, like, in a haste to mm. solve the problem. When, like, solving the problem right now would just be you listening to me and just hearing me the fuck out. That's it. Yeah, right? That's it. And you're, like, pushing ahead and pushing ahead. And that is actually pushing the person away. Yeah. So you're not solving the problem that you were hoping. And mm. you might be the last person you might right, the last right, step right, 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 before right. they they're like okay you know what if he doesn't get it no, no one, one else will. is gonna get it yeah, yeah you know and that's that that is kind of scary yeah. Yo, right? can i ask you something just yeah, of course. based on that like uh <laughs> invite him on the podcast like ask for permission to ask questions <laughs> uh, <laughs> consent. <laughs> consent is very Ooh. sexy yeah <laughs> um no like the the folks that you were talking to in that scenario yeah were they guys no actually not just guys man because like, like I, I get this a lot from girls that mm. like guys are solution oriented mm-hmm. so whenever they're sharing problems like all they're hearing is like how do I solve this right right right, right so right. that she can stop talking um, but like no no just how do I solve this because mm. she loves and cares for you um, of but like, course yeah but basically you know how it's do like I he loves and cares for you <laughs> <laughs> In case you missed that. In case. Yeah. Um, Sorry, one more time. He loves me. <laughs> no, that's how we do on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to my guys. <laughs> we love our care for them. All of them. Don't let them tell you shit. What do you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I hear a lot that like guys are solution oriented. I don't know if I have that issue with like my friends or everything who wear like they don't that I don't feel like they're actively listening mm. but I will ask like people don't realize that actively listening is 10 times more effective than like whatever solution you're about to yeah. present like because it's like the person you're talking to is like has likely has thought of whatever you're about to say yeah. unless you're about to like give them some like secret mm-hmm. recipe that they've never like you know unless it's some genius proposal 
they may have thought about this. Yeah, like, unless like you're a professional, like yeah, right, exactly. Right, right, right. Assume that they've thought of a solution too. Yeah, <laughs> close you know, to yeah. yeah. So it's more like yo, like you said, I'm having this baby. Like you know, the moment a mother, <laughs> this analogy is gonna be awful. But the moment a mother gives birth is not the like time she's gonna hold that child. Right, someone has to go away and like clean the baby. Take care of the like, okay, slap, is it mm. awake? Yeah, okay, then give it to the mother exactly. to take care. In the so same way, like oh, there. I brought her, I landed this plane. <laughs> mother, yeah. It's in the same way, like, you know, when you yeah. share your problems like that, you might need like space to acknowledge. Like, exactly. Breathe, like, okay, this is a thing. Exactly. Um, okay, cool. 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 All right. Um, how do you feel? Yeah. Okay. Would you like some suggestions from me? Yes, I would. Okay, these are my okay, solutions. Exactly. Okay, exactly. Yeah. Versus like, oh no, bro, I got the three answers, like the top three. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah, whatever. Nice one. Honestly, <laughs> some people look like you look like so, such an asshole when like the other person is not expecting it. Somebody has done that for me where I was like, no, I have the answers. Like this is this is my shit. Like, <laughs> no, I'm just like throwing this out there and then, like oh da 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 da, and then you just look at them like, and then you correct their their thing, and they're like, oh. I realized that I kind of misunderstood, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm saying all that to say that, like, if if you kind of assume that basically you have the answer to somebody else's problem, mm. that is significantly going to turn them off. Mm. Facts. Like, it's it, 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 it's 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 insulting. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah, yeah almost because it's oh. like what well, you think. As you said, you think I haven't thought, thought about, about this. this. Like, I've been dealing with this for like years. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, but at this point in time, like. Again, guys are just trying to be heard. But I also have to see like active listening is a is a skill. Like it's not like we're not all like born with this. Some people are just natural listeners. They know how to hear what you say, tease it apart, and throw it back to you in a way that makes sense. Mm. And you're like, oh wow, dog, thank you for hearing me out, bro. But like there's also courses online for active listening. Like the first time I heard the term active listening, I learned it online. Really? Like I did a course online on active listening. That's intense. Yo, you, like, want, you, wanna, you wanna plug them? See if we can get some sponsors. I think it was like, No, okay, no, they're not sponsoring this. <laughs> 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 okay. Nah, yeah, man. Yeah. Search yo, it. Just yo, search active listening. Yo, yo, me. Email us at two takes <laughs> of the pod at GBW. About to get this money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sponsor them, please. <laughs> Those are uh, us. We got sorry, shit going. Sponsor, us. sponsor all of us, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have read. Sorry. Yo, um, anyway, Talk active listening is a skill. I like again, I get it when not everyone knows how to do it. Like, I think for me, I've got a better understanding of like, you know, everybody's built to deal with the problems that you might bring forward, right? Like, and it takes time to like tease that apart. That's also like another stressful process. How many people am I going to talk to about this from before I figure out who is the right person to go to? Like, you know, and again, you don't want to just be carrying your problem up and down the town and to this city guys. Sharing it with everybody. (laughs) Exactly. Like, but like, again, like you also want to have your like safe friends. Like you need, everybody needs a certain level of space. Mm. And when I say space, I mean like emotional space, right? Like to be able to feel comfortable to talk about the things that like are so scary to you, but for someone else to just be like, so, and then like, (laughs) is this it? Yeah. Like, Oh, Oh, that's it. Or, or like, yeah, you're like, that's fair. Or like, I understand why, or I can imagine why, or you're like, that's completely valid. And you're just like, ah, okay. I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm not insane. Like, you know, finding that space is so hard, right? Like, and a lot of us, like, you know, we minimize the things that we're feeling because we don't know how someone else is going to take Validate it. Like, them, you just yeah. be like, ah, you know what? Like, yeah, like the other day, I feel like I didn't want to be here. Mm. And it's like, you know, when you say things like that, it's like, 
you know, you didn't want to be here. What did you mean? Like, yeah, let's unpack that first. Yeah, like, yeah. You, are you okay with unpacking that? Because, like, I've, like, it would, I work in the kitchen, man. Like, and guys are stressed out. Like, certain guys just say, yo, man, did I do? I was just, was like, sick and tired. I just went home and I just dragged myself to sleep. Damn. And, like, you know, right now I don't want to be here. And I'm just like, yo, dog, like, you know, like, like I get this hard, like, you know, like, you know, I can, I've somehow figured out a way, especially with guys, to be able to like unpack that in a way that doesn't make them feel like I'm opening up a therapy session, but mm-hmm. just be like, yo, okay, yeah, man. Like, yo, yesterday was like shit, man. Me too. When I went home, I was just tired and I just wanted to sleep. I just be like, yeah, man, you know, chef said this. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you just hear everything and it's like, yeah, now I can understand why. And it's just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, look, man, like some people need that, you know? So we need to be able to be like, hear someone else like validate their experience. And it just, it makes it lighter. I honestly think everybody needs that. Yeah. I think that is a, is a, like it's a, is a key human need. We like, we are social animals. Like we need that aspect. Like if you, if you're not getting an opportunity to do that Mm. and you're carrying that with you on a day to day basis. And that's, I think, I feel like, and I'm not, I don't know, but I feel like that's what makes people break. Mm. Like you're carrying these things on a day to day basis. You're talking about somebody who was like working somewhere and you're working on their thesis. And you're basically full school focused. They're going back to their apartment, maybe having minimal contact with real contact with people Mm. at a, you know, barely throughout the day. Right. So all of that is compounding. And then at some point, like they feel like they are the breaking point and they don't understand why we don't understand why yeah right and you no. just need that space I, I mean i really like what you said about needing space emotionally because hands down one of the most important things that has happened to me like in the two years that i've moved mm. um out here is i mean one having friends right it's really key just like finding finding your place in the community right mm-hmm. but also like my oldest friend friends in the city aside from you <clears throat> well, <laughs> <he's casted> you. <laughs> my bad um, no but um, they were very intentional about like I'm a very Nigerian guy in the sense of like I didn't realize how Nigerian I was just in terms of like not opening up to shit mm-hmm. just like how's everything I'm good yeah what's up you chill I mean, yeah 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 how's mm-hmm. work yeah it's fine <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like <laughs> stuff like that. Um, and like they initiated this thing that we now call Floor Party. Like that's the name of our group. Mm. And we'd basically on Thursdays, we'd just like, go over to the house, sit on the floor and just like talk. Are these all Nigerian guys? No, there's two girls. Come okay. on. Come on, bro. Is it, is it, <laughs> what, is it, what are the chances? <laughs> yeah, but Nigerian guys, we love you though. Like, yeah, at the like, end of the day, we still <laughs> Yeah, we are here. <laughs> <laughs> we care about you too, by the way. You are valid. <laughs> I mean, I would love for Nigerian guys to come out and sit on my floor. Actually, I, honestly, some, some girl tweeted the other day. I was like, yo, guys, I'm down for a cry session on Friday. None of the niggas liked it. It was just girls. It's like, anyways, 100%. Yeah. But like, I mean, I, like that has been transformative for how like just I view my problems. Mm. Because, I mean, I wouldn't say like we did it every week. It was yeah. Probably, like once or twice a month. Some months was good some months wasn't but it's just like i knew that like once we were on the floor yeah that's like oh, okay this time yeah, yeah, yeah. this time it was just kind of like a muscle memory thing like okay now whatever it is i've been holding on i mm. just like all right let's fucking talk this out because like you know am i insane and sometimes mm. i'm like 
insane. So, and like, uh, I love them because they're like, yeah, no, that's you. Yeah. Like, that's so dope. That's key. It's, it's like, it's nice to have people that's just like, yo, that's you. Yeah. Right? Like, and you're like, ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, they'll tell you, like, yeah. it's not, no, 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 you messed up there. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, everything else was cool, but you messed up but there. But yeah, this, right. this big right here, you need to change that. Yeah. Right. Um, and like that, oh my God, just amazing and you just don't realize that you need it mm. when like you roll through the world like one you don't have problems or two you don't need to address problems right. three like you can think it out in your head that's a self-diagnosis thing yeah, it's yeah. Like, okay this was the problem okay I dealt with the problem like this that must have been fine because this mm. is my rationale yeah and then okay cool it's fine on to the next right and then like you're saying you add it and you add it and then you add it right. and then something happens like somebody tweets at you a funny way or something happens and you just unload right like so man like that space thing mm. i didn't real i didn't realize at all how important that was so i had to come here and like rebuild my french yeah you know what i mean and then you're like holy shit no i need mm. that like that space to be able to like come out and just like oh you know crazy uh yeah, I think that's a great point. I think that, like, if we basically need each other, like, that's essentially what we are saying, right? Like, you kind of need to build, if you don't have it already, you need to build a group of people around you that you can really be open with, mm-hmm. that you can share some of these things with and not feel weird. Yeah. If not, you're basically in the condition where you have to carry all of that in uh-huh. and basically take on all of that guilt and that would destroy you as a person. <laughs> 100%. Like, I, you know what I mean? I, I feel like I've seen it happen. I'm not a, again, I'm not a psychologist no, or but yeah, therapist, you've, but you've, like, I've seen that like, yo, you carried all of this with you and I can see the difference mm. between you before mm. and you when you start carrying all of that. Mm. Like, you yeah. know. I get, I, honestly, I've never understood more the um, practice of confessional mm. in, in Catholicism. Oh yeah, it's this, a, like yeah. this year. Are you Catholic? No, okay, I am. The, Are he, you? He, okay, no, um, no, my uh, we're we're Protestant, Protestant Pentecostal, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we don't really have that practice because yeah. it really is an intentional practice yeah. of like. Mm. I mean, you can probably see so. This so yeah, like it, it's actually very interesting, man. Like so, a lot of like. <laughs> Uh, priests, reverend fathers, right? Mm. Like actually go to like school. So typically they go and they study humanities. That's mm-hmm. what I kind of noticed. So, do you know St. Paul's College mm-hmm. in Ottawa? Uh, in, in Ottawa, yeah. that was basically like a, a, a Christian. Like I, I wouldn't say it was a Christian school because anybody could like take courses there. But it was where like a lot of reverend fathers who came to Nigeria. So there's a Nigerian reverend father that I used to that was at a church behind my where I used to stay, mm-hmm. and. He basically went to that school and he was doing like his PhD in like psychology or something like that. So a lot of times they're studying, like a lot of Reverend Fathers are studying these things. So like, they're not just, okay, I'm a Reverend Father. I'm going to talk to you and help you through your problems. Mm. Like they actually have some education to support that. Mm. You know what I mean? And like that thing is really, really therapeutic. I don't think it's as effective in Nigeria though because like (laughs) the Reverend Father is your father's friend and he's going to catch you. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? It's like, what's happening? Yeah, bro. You know, straight up, came, <laughs> Broadcast. Asking you random questions because they can't acknowledge it because the Reverend Father wasn't supposed to do that and he's not supposed to know. But he starts asking some convenient questions. Yeah. You know what I mean? But nuts. ultimately though, I think that like that confessional, I, I kind of realized it maybe when I got to university that you that this shit is actually really mm. helpful. Yeah. Like it really is. Like I can just go there, unload, and like the guy and he would try to have a conversation. Yeah. Sometimes they would try to have a conversation after. Mm. Like, like, you know, just, just to keep you 
calm. And if you build enough of a relationship, you don't really need to go into the confessional. You just, yeah, just really yeah. going to talk to him as yeah. for therapy, yeah. which a lot of people do, even wow. in Nigeria. Yeah. Did you, anybody ever watch Daredevil? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was yeah, like, yeah. I wouldn't say that was the first time I realized, but like, yeah. I mean, I was a fan of the comics and like the the the, the priest relationship that he has is mm-hmm. in is in the books as well. But like, you see it on, yeah. And on they TV, talk yeah. they talk about his like fighting the devil. I'm like, huh. Like, it, I've been Christian all my life. I've never had that kind of relationship with a pastor, right? And I know people do. Yeah, saying this yeah, is my yeah, experience, yeah, right? Yeah. No, I know people do where they go and you talk about their problems. But it's like, I this year really became clear to me that like, oh, that's what that, that's why it's so sacred, right? right? That like, oh, you go and just for a second, you just release and that's your space. Yeah. Like you described it. That's your space to be like, this, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what I'm thinking. Am I insane? Mm. And then he can be like, oh, and then it's obviously the religious connection to that as well. Right, right exactly. Oh. Which sometimes might be a challenge, right? Oh, uh, Just depending yes. on the kind of issues mm-hmm. that you're dealing with, mm-hmm. right? But like, you'd be surprised how open-minded some priests are as well. Yeah. Where they can they can hear everything. Yeah. Like they've heard it before and right. you expect the reaction. I'm like, like no. there's nothing. Bro, you know? I've had mafia bosses in here. You think, yeah. you're, <laughs> think your chemistry test? Yo, those mafia bosses. I was just watching that Scorsese movie. Um, the Irish I haven't watched right? watch that yet. Those guys were serious. Now, can yeah. you imagine those guys are confessional? <laughs> Bro. Yeah. And, they were, and all of those guys were like, they, they pretend to be mad Christian. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, They're showing up to church. And, yeah. and even the priest is afraid like <laughs> oh man it's like oh no you're good oh my god um, does that exist in like any other I, I guess we're all essentially Christian so we can't really speak to any of the other what, what, right? what, what do like, you ask uh, like that, that aspect of like therapy right basically I mean like a lot of people like I know in the churches I've been to like you know talk to the apostles like my mom is a minister in her church in Nigeria like she also does like counseling for some people which is really okay. cool That's I cool. don't know like what that looks like um yeah I know she does that Sha um but like I know at the church I attend here they do a lot to talk about like mental health like and they weave it into like Bible passages as well, like ways oh, that different, that's impressive, like, actually. different Bible characters have struggled, and it's like, yo, like this makes a lot more sense now. Like, you know, a lot of the times we talk about, you know, when Job was tested, it's like, you know, I can't withstand everything. But like, certain man's in the Bible thought about dying, like, <laughs> yeah. like you know, and it's like, okay, dog, like you can reach a point in your life where whatever pain you're dealing with is so heavy that the only way out that seems feasible is death. Or right. like escaping the earth, whatever that might look like. I like I I feel like it's it's like it's so important to have that conversation with people who grew up with Christianity or religion as like their major belief. Because it's like if something's going to make sense to you, let's make it make sense through the things you understand. Right. Like and it got to the point where I was like, the reason why I'm at this church is because they are making things make sense. Like, bro, like, that's, that's it. That's like, literally yo, it. Like, I don't want to go anywhere else because everywhere else make just makes me feel bad. Like, sense. You know? yo, that's oh man, thank you. That's it. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, like if I'm feeling like shit today because I woke up, like there's one sermon which like yo com- continues to blow my mind daily. It was like I caught a thought 
You know, sometimes I wake up and I'm like, you know, I see something online or I remember something that stressed me out and it just ruins my day. Mm. And it's like, yo, I caught a thought, you know, like this thought like held me on for the rest of the day. And like now I feel my day is like shit because it's reminding me of all the things that I've done bad or the ways that I'm not adequate or whatever. Mm. And now I'm just sitting at work. Someone talks to me, I just blow up. <laughs> it's just mm. like, oh, I'm having a bad day. But no, man, it started at 6.30 this morning when I woke up, you know, how could like for a pastor to say that to me, I'm just like, you thanks. Like again, yeah. like you made it make sense. Right. And right. you you made me understand that like I'm not crazy yeah. for feeling this way. Exactly. Because, like, this exactly. is a legitimate feeling. Exactly. All right. So how do I deal with it? Right. Yeah. And then that's the conversation. What's because, next? What's you know, next? Which kind of like ties in what you were saying before. Like acknowledging is a problem. Yeah. Yeah. What's next is usually and I think that I mean that's probably the hardest thing. Mm. Finding the courage to like, okay. I had to figure out these set of, set of problems, right? <clears throat> and for me, it's like, sorry, thank you for sharing that. Because like the, the Christianity thing is an ongoing challenge. Of course. Always, of right? Course. Um, Absolutely. You know, I, you, you asked the question about do other religions incorporate some aspect of this in their thing? I think like the function of religion let me not say the function so I don't get in trouble. It's tricky, right? right? Yeah. But, okay. but, right, I find that one of the reasons religions are so effective and have a grip on people is because mm. they allow things to make sense. Right. right. Right? And through their texts, which are, you know, people who have experienced things and have written them down, have given you guides, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. This is thousands of years of people's experiences and their, you know, experiences with God, um, whatever you feel God is, and just giving you a template to live. Like that yeah. makes whatever anxiety you're feeling exactly through anything, which is anxiety is just a natural feeling. It, they make it make sense. Like, yeah. oh, someone has experienced this. Job has been tested. Mm. What happened to him? Okay, I can go through that. If that's your interpretation, cool. Or, you know, some other story, I can go through that. Okay. You know, right. they just make it make sense. And like other religions have that too. Like, yeah, I feel like just in general, religion does like two major things. I feel like one, it gives us something like a way to like make sense of the world, mm-hmm. right? To just kind of piggyback of what you guys were saying. That's how a lot of people are making sense of the world. Yeah. That's how they deal with issues and, you know, whatever it is. And I feel like it with religion, the problem, right, where it introduces is, is whether it's actively helping you deal with those issues or it's helping you avoid them. Right. And mm-hmm. I think that to some extent is an individual thing. Yeah. I don't know if I can blame religion for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, like, what do you guys think? Religion is like an institution, right? Well, like, again, how, your faith is different. I think that's when it becomes individual, right? right? Like, how do you, like, navigate your faith, your walk with whatever higher power you believe in? Mm. Like, for us here, we are Christians, so we believe in God, right? Um, our faith is tied to the fact that Jesus died for our sins. And everything else around that helps us every day. The mm. Bible, you know, fellowship, praise and worship, whatever the case is for anybody. But like, you know, I'm sure we've seen individuals in you know, Nigeria, the country that is probably like wrought with so many problems that like if you decide to focus on all of them at once, like you can't pay me. <laughs> oh no, you will. Like, like there's no... Can't. Yeah, <laughs> can't. Sorry. I don't you think will. that is possible you to won't focus on them. So like it, it, it makes sense a lot of the times where you see individuals so like hooked on 
religion as an institution for them to survive and you almost can't blame certain people mm-hmm. for us maybe we have a privilege of a way out of holding on to other things and like yeah. again i get that uh, but it's so scary like to see that that is the only thing keeping people going right like you know, like it's like bro like if, if i kick this thing away from your feet what happens will you be good like yeah will you be all right like but i, I get it though right because like you know like you said like we've had some certain opportunities that allowed us to not have that yeah dependency on it but some people like they don't know where out yeah and there's no way other yeah. way out mm-hmm. like it's god or nothing yeah. really right like so yeah. if i don't depend on god i'll lose my shit yeah because i know that this the government is not going to come and help me yeah. like miracle is god <laughs> what is going to come and help me Nothing, nothing, you know. So I, I, you know, so I get that, and and it, it's sad, but it's like, is it is it really a religion's fault or really the the social economic issues that we're right, dealing with? Right. Yeah. You know, I I I, res- I respect a lot of churches that like help individuals access other social resources. like social resources. You know, it's like let this place not be your you know end of everything, right? Like this place is important to you and we want you to grow here, but we also see other things that can help you outside of here. So let's like plug you to those things. I think that's the way like churches really help communities. And obviously I'm not saying no church in Nigeria does that. Like we see that all the time um, here and in Nigeria as well. So like shout outs to those churches doing that, man. Oh, for sure. I just want to say it's uh, it's always God or nothing. Can the people say amen? Amen. 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 Yeah, God yeah. loves you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is God or nothing. God loves you. <laughs> I mean, God loves all of us. <laughs> Hey guys, we're just taking a little bit of a break from the show. As you know, Two Takes and a Pod is brought to you by Yawa Magazine. Uh, Yawa Magazine publishes three pieces a month on music, culture, and community. For example, this month we have a piece on mental health and five things you should know before going to look for a therapist. So if you love uh, pieces like that, if you like reading on things like that, please do follow us on Yawa Magazine on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can also visit our website at www yawamag.com and if you'd be interested in writing for Yawa Mag, please do reach out to us you can find us at yawamagazine at gmail.com thank you now back to the show <laughs> you know, okay, so um, all right, what would we say? Um, I, maybe you want to ask this question. I, 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 I think, I think you do. Uh, which one? Like, what are the top like two to three mental health like bad habits that we've basically picked up on, whether it's ourselves or from our mm. family? You know, like like you had to like unlearn. Yeah, you know. Ooh, I feel like we should go one by one. Yeah. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> like, like, I'm not just going to unload my three for yeah, it. <laughs> what the hell? All of we might you know, that, that, that was a general question. That was a general question for all of us. Yeah, I can, I can start because I'm like shading your family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. This one became apparent to me um, this year, transformative year, but like it came apparent to me that like it's how you recognize danger. Or how you recognize that um, something is wrong and you may need to change your behavior. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a household that involved, um, to put it lightly, a lot of yelling. Okay. So that's how I recognize that, like, you know, I'm either doing something wrong mm. or that someone is upset with me. So if you are not yelling in my general direction mm. or if you're not actively saying, hey, you need to stop this. Like, I'm just moving. 
Wow. Right. Um, and I don't know if that's a, you know, a bad mental health habit, but just in terms of coping with other people's yeah. distresses, yeah. other people's stressors rather, like how do I know that this other person who's actively in my life is okay if they're not mm. sort of raising the flags that I'm used to? <laughs> Whoa, yo, like that, that's that a, definitely, that's a good one. that definitely touches on mental health. Cause it's like, how do you read danger? How do you read emotions that like, how do you read discomfort in other people? Cause like when you bring that down to relationship level, like whether you are with your guy friend or with your romantic partner, whatever the case may be, if this person is just looking at you like fuck up daily, it's just, <laughs> ah, well you didn't shout at me. It's hey, just, bro, it's, it's like, like, did I have to raise my voice, voice like, for you to realize that what you're doing is wrong? Yo, that's like, thanks for sharing, man. So that's, it's, a, it's yeah, one of those things like, bro, I was like, oh, oh, okay. So you actually have to be paying attention to yeah. an entirely different set of like, yeah. of oh, things. And right. it's like, whoa, I did not realize that that mm. was a thing. Um, and huge revelation this year. Mm. Huge, 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 huge. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, I think the bigger challenge was um, looking at mental health like as a weakness. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm not like just a regular like, oh, you know, do you have, you know, diabetes or something yeah, that's really yeah. what it is right mm-hmm. like it's it's just a real issue it's just that like you can't see it or touch it or mm-hmm. right but but um that was like a big one for me like trying to understand understanding that like that is not it's not an excuse these people are not using it as an excuse mm-hmm. like if somebody's dealing with that like they're dealing with it in a real way even if it's in a minor thing right mm-hmm. like i i had a tendency of looking at like you're not know, like bipolar or like one of the more extreme like areas of mental health then like you know it's not that big a deal you're fine right, right? Like, I think it was dealing with people like somebody at work, um, their kid who was around our age, right, basically got attacked somewhere and um, by some bouncers or something. And then basically um, they cracked their skull. And now this person, uh, what what would have been like 22 or 23, basically got like... um, basically started suffering from mental health issues as a result of that accident, mm. right? And their whole life was just completely derailed. Mm. And, you know, just talking to that person and them ex- talking to me about their experiences helped me understand that, like, like, this person doesn't want to be in it. So it's just like now, mm. their brain is physically, like, it's physically and mentally and emotionally broken, mm. right? And, like, they know it, but mm. they can't do anything about it. And they're, they're just struggling to figure it out, right? Yeah. And, like... Unfortunately, because it is broken and those, those, uh, what's it called? Those neurons or like, like are not firing in the same path anymore, right? Like you're getting angry because you're emotional and can't deal with the emotions that you're dealing with. How do you fix that? Right? Like, so, so one, basically it's just like understanding that there are levels of this Mm. that we cannot even begin to understand. And just because it might seem minor doesn't mean that like isn't it's not something worth looking at to looking at or at least trying mm. to get help. You know, like you might be fine and be successful and be happy and have yeah, great relationships. Yeah. Still see a therapist. Mm. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like yeah. there there's value in that. Like there's no there's no loss in basically trying to get help. Mm. And you're not weak, stupid, frail, you know, pussy mm. for basically acknowledging that. That and like know? actively trying to fix it, right? Exactly. Like- that's wow. that trick that next yeah, step. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, man, when The Rock was talk- talking about, you know, he had mental health issues. Mm. Like, yeah. The Rock got it, bro. Don't, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that guy wakes up at 4 a.m. smiling. Like, if he's, if he's got it. Like, Heading to the gym for three hours. Yeah, yeah, like, like, fam. <laughs> gets out of bed like, hello. <laughs> 
So yeah, I think that, that, that would be one like bad habit that I mm. basically kicked mm. away from myself and I'm trying to, you know, yeah. help others kick as well. Popping the stigma. That's good, man. Yeah. Like that. Yo, yeah. it sounds like you developed a lot of compassion for people, man. For yourself and others as well, like mm. regardless of how big or small the experience might be, right? Mm. Like, and I, I feel like we should also like just throw this into the conversation real quick. You talked about like difference between like bipolar, which is like bipolar disorder is like a mental illness. That's a diagnosable mental illness. There's mm-hmm. that. And there is mental health challenges like all of us face daily. Like mm. mental health is just like the condition of our minds. Like you can be in great mental health today. That means you're, you know, dealing with your emotional, like um, emotional and mental, like sort of stimuli in a healthy way. They're all in balance. Right. They're, they're, right. they're in balance. And like you could have a mental health challenge in which like you're dealing with those things like in ways that may not be so favorable. Mm. And like a mental illness is like is this, as I said earlier, is this thing affecting your daily life? Like there's criteria to that, mm. you know, for, okay. you know, as we mentioned before, a psychopath that you need to like hit certain symptoms mm. to be diagnosed at that, to be diagnosed with bipolar disorder, major depression, whatever the case might be. Right. Um, and I know today we've talked a lot about like general mental health. And I think this is like for the population, like in general. Mm whoever is listening, you know, whatever. Help us understand. Yeah, like help, like just help us understand the things that we face daily. Honestly, I really like that distinction that you made and thank you for that because something that I learned um, within the last week is um, you have the power Mm. to control what you let affect you. Right. Which sounds really simple when you say it, but it's like, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wait, wait, okay, let me let me dig deep into that. So I started reading like the passage and it was like if something bothers you, mm. right? You can do two things. You can try and change the thing that bothers you, or you can try and change yourself. Mm. Um, and by trying to change yourself, what you can say to yourself is, I am refusing to no longer let this thing be a stimulus for my mind. Because you used the word stimuli there, and that's mm-hmm. what triggered it for me. It's like, oh, you can just remove that stimulus. Like you can actively make the choice you cannot cede control yeah, yeah um and that might take practice that might yeah, take years that yeah. might take time but realizing that that is an option mm. is powerful so, because like so you, powerful. sometimes you don't you're like oh, i would just i'm just angry yeah, or like yeah, oh i'm yeah, just yeah, upset yeah, or whatever it's yeah, like okay yeah, well yeah. there's the thing yeah and there's your judgment of the thing right um and if your judgment of the thing is what is upsetting you change your judgment Ooh, that's right 100 <laughs> percent Hundred percent. I like this is. I know, like we are supposed to be answering a question here. <laughs> How much time do we have left? <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it, man. Just I, go. I, I can do this. <laughs> Trust. That's why you're here, bro. <laughs> I can do this. You, you do this because you, you talked about like people's judgments of things, and one thing that's popping into my mind right now is trauma, mm. right? Like. Oh man, you you your your response to this question of Falari was like, how do you acknowledge danger? How do you sense danger? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, for some people, dealing with their response to something that makes them angry is a is a is a you know re, or a result of trauma. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, obviously, I have the power to change this, but like in my mind. When this thing makes me angry, all I know how to do is blow up, shut down, want to fix it, whatever. And that's a trauma response. Mm -hmm. And so while like the power is within me, Mm -hmm. I need help to find that power or to build that power up, right? All of us have some sort of capability to 
solve the issues that we're facing. Whether or not we believe we have it, whether or not we're willing to access that power. Again, a lot of these things are like, you know, we need some sort of push, some sort of help, mm. some sort of development of skills to be able to to do those things. Like maybe I'll, I'll make this a little bit more personal. Like for me, like I've dealt with like um, a lot of like body dysmorphia, like eating challenges in my life. And like one of the things I usually like used to like set me off is like people controlling my portions of food. I like that's because like I went through a point in time where people didn't trust that if I had eaten enough that I was okay and it was like yo man like I'm good like stop trying to give me more food or take away from my plate Mm. at different parts in my life and it got to a point I remember one time like I blew up because someone was trying to add more food to my plate and I said it was good. And another person was just like, dog, like, why is that upsetting you? Like, and it's just like, oh my gosh, I wish you got yeah, it. Like, yeah. I wish I would have 45 minutes. <laughs> like, there's so much context time. here. There's so there's, much context. There's so much context as to why this is upsetting mm-hmm. me. And like, obviously I had the power within me to be able to say, this does not upset me anymore. Whatever, add more food, I won't eat it. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. we see all food anyway. And like, it took like, it took a lot of unpacking, a lot of talking that through, a lot of realizing that, dog, this response isn't healthy, right? Like, you know, it might be valid. It might make sense, mm-hmm. but does it mean it's healthy? I don't want to go through life not being able to just like whatever, like brush this aside. Um, so having worked through that now, and I've realized that even much more recently now, like, you whatever, man. Like, if you talk about how I look or talk about what I'm eating, like, guys, you're a lot, man. Bruh. Are you like, thank God, like I've reached that point It's a now. beautiful feeling. No, no, it is. It is. <laughs> like, sometimes I catch myself and I think about the things that used to trigger me or set me off. And I'm just like wow, it's great to not have that set me off anymore, yeah. right? Like, you know, that's, that's intense. Like, yeah. it's mm-hmm. it feels so good. It's like, yo, this is the power that people talk about. Like, again, but it, it took a lot for me to get. I didn't do that by myself. Mm. You know, like, there's no way I could have solved that issue by myself. Um, shout out to everybody that helped me along that journey. Shout out to my therapist, mm. great guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, wherever he's at right now. Um, it, was a, it was a long process, but... Um, yeah, trauma is like, trauma is one of those things that like, you know, run through families, you know, mm-hmm. stuff that we're building now as we're in our, you know, 20s or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right, that people are passing down, yeah. like they don't know that's what they're Do doing. Do you know but- anything about this trauma DNA thing? I saw, like I saw a tweet that I wasn't able to research into mm-hmm. more. Um, you know, when you retweet something and then you go back and unretweet it. Cause yeah, you because you, you haven't done the research. Yeah, you can't speak to it. I was like, <laughs> switch the bookmark. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to do some more reading. Yeah, yeah, let me read up on <laughs> yeah, that. Just make sure. I know. Uh, but like the tweet was like, um, trauma can lock to your DNA. Do you know anything about yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, no, like, yeah. Yeah, like, what DNA is like, what controls are like, genetic mm. makeup, like, how we behave, how we look, you know, how we feel. So for like, trauma is such a, like, a powerful thing that like, it can rewire your brain. Mm. Like, you're talking about like, that's, accidents that happen to that person that's trauma right yeah like, it affects the way this person's brain is firing mm. it affects you know our quote-unquote normal emotional reaction to things like when things make us happy we should be happy like when things make us sad, we should have a healthy reaction to sadness mm. danger is healthy because we know the things we should run away from fear all these things healthy emotions but if you like you know there's certain situations and you know i think we we've or maybe face this in one way or the other. Like, being in a situation that seems so normal, 
but it's like so obviously unhealthy to everybody else. Whatever that might look like, you know, that rewires us, you know, like that, that makes us react to things differently. That makes us feel like this is the way life should be. And like that becomes your quote unquote genetic makeup slash reaction to life outside. Once you get out of that situation Mm -hmm. where those things don't happen anymore, if something remotely similar, similar happens, you react the same way. And people look at you, "Uh uh-uh, guy, like, Mm. is everything okay? Triggers, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Triggers. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, it comes your ammo. That's, it's something that like, I wouldn't say I'm terrified of, but like, now that I'm aware of it, Mm. because like, I mean, people become aware of these things sooner rather than later, right? Yeah. But like the last two years is kind of mean like, oh shit, you know? Um, now that I'm aware of it, I'm like, okay, I'm more willing to like give new people that I come into contact with, right? This space to be like, okay, I'm sure that there's something there, mm. you know? Know that I'm ready when you are kind of thing. And like me too as well. Like I'm maybe too much with the new mm. people. <laughs> like I'm just ready to be like, hey, so, you know, what the, f- what the fuck yeah. you up? <laughs> No, like, like there's a question from some article that I read a while back. So a friend showed this to me, and it was like, when you meet someone, just ask them, "How are you, mad? Yes. <laughs> yeah, we all have our yeah. own level of grace. In what like, ways are you, mad? Please, yeah, let's just let's yeah. just get through that let's right get now. Get it out of the let's way, right so I know. What, yeah, no, no, but it's ah, man, like this. I guess it's also um, what ties into like adulthood or transitioning like our phase of life mm-hmm. right into like from like super naive to like oh my god this is what we're gonna have to deal with as adults to like okay now that i know this is what we're gonna have to deal with how am i equipping myself mm. to deal with this to deal with them because like we're not going to become less aware right we're not going to be like less knowledgeable of the things that adults deal with like now that you know you, you either you know get the skills required to deal or you're going to continue to suffer the consequences of not dealing Right, that's, right. That's, that's right and, well, and that's basically avoidance, right? That Actually, aspect that yes. right there, because that's yeah. like, oh, I know that I have this whatever this issue is, but it's not important right now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. because I feel like for me, I've had a lot of those, like a lot of like things that I felt like, oh shit, that was probably traumatic, and mm-hmm. I was like trying to unpack that myself, which I, you know, eventually had to get help with, right? But like, it it helped me understand that, like, okay, this probably affects why I do this. How, what is the most effective way to deal with this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, mm. there's no, for me, it's like, if you acknowledge it, you understand it, you accept it. It's hard not to like follow the right instincts. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like for me, a lot of that, it has been that. Like, I mean, some of it has been deeper and I still need to work through that. So by no way a finished product or anything, mm-hmm. right? And none of us are, right? But like, that's really what helped me. Like, okay. I realize every time like this happens, I'm always like sensitive about this. Okay, I'm sensitive about this. How am I going to deal with this? So every time now, I'm, I'm thinking to myself like, okay, typically subconsciously, I'll just kind of avoid it. So I'm like, click on this or do this. So just kind of like put myself in that situation and see what that feels like, mm-hmm. right? And then like kind of work through it. And like for me, that's what, so dealing with, uh, you know, the, the person I was talking about earlier where I said like, like you know, I, I was basically trying to solve solutions uh, those solutions and them and they were just so pissed I had to like take a step back mm. just try to have the conversation and then basically start talking about what one my experiences would be mm. and two just asking them 
genuine questions about like i think that's the active listing you were talking yeah. about mm. just asking genuine questions about the situation and then <laughs> and so funny it's like coming up with the solutions like yeah themselves like they're like oh, maybe huh yeah hmm. and they don't say anything and i don't correct yeah i just let it sit yeah and i just kind of yeah. let it go and then maybe like two weeks later or yeah. a month later you're like yo hmm, that thing you were talking that to me is success 100%. you know what i mean like i don't know if they went to go get help or not but somehow they basically worked through that and i'm hoping i created a healthy environment for that to happen mm-hmm. you know what i mean like so yeah like that for me i try to do that for other people but for myself it's really create acknowledging it and creating a healthy environment for me to deal with it mm-hmm. you know what i mean and wow. yeah the, as i think about this now i'm still thinking about all the other things i'm not <laughs> i still gotta get to yeah, you know well, what i mean like you said yeah, yeah, yeah. we're all a work in progress they'll always come back yeah exactly straight up <laughs> have, have faith in your anxiety <laughs> to shut the fuck up bro <laughs> just make sure you're armed straight up yo um okay so i i like i like this question um and I also like the question that's before it, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure how to how to phrase it. Okay, so what's your biggest challenge as a man? Is a very broad question, right? And I think we've all like shared challenges, like mm-hmm. you know, in terms of creating the right spaces with guys or whatever. Um, so I don't know if there's a way to rephrase this question that's more interesting or that's more like specific to this kind of topic. Um, yeah so like i mean what i would very approach it as is just like yo um do you guys feel like one you know know when they say check up on your strong friend that kind of thing do you guys feel like you're the strong friend or do you can you identify somebody who like basically always listens to you and and basically gives you you that's your person to go to uh do you want me to start you should go you're the guest um I do have like a couple friends that are like I know that like I go to when I need to talk. Um but I've also like have to be like have to become mindful of the fact that obviously these people have lives. Right. Like these people are in school, like these people are working, these people may I just like maybe six to just go back from work. They are just, you know, winding down and I just open eye message through there my entire yeah. day. And I just yeah. like, guy, really? Chill. Right now? Because <laughs> yeah. I know if anyone hit me at that point, I'm more responding to like nine. Mm. Like my brain hasn't like free like, like exactly. a little time, man. It so really like, does. You know, we all have like you know, friends who are there for us. I like it's so funny. I think on Twitter recently they were like, "Are you like in the right headspace to receive this information? Am I hurt you, bro?" I saw that, and it's oh, the funniest thing. I, I mean, so, is, no, so are you in the right headspace to receive this in, information? No, no, to receive information that could possibly hurt you. Yeah, <laughs> it's like somebody. Yeah. I think so, somebody's like overwork folks. Um, one of them like uh, I created a script. Okay, prior to like talking to somebody or something um like script like this person says this this person says this person says this Mm -hmm. um so i think some people find it valuable like helpful or whatever you know are you in the right i think actually asking someone if you're about to unload something that's like really weighing on you or heavy asking someone yo are you in the space to receive this yeah that's super helpful Yeah, Yeah. yeah yeah the way that paragraph was raised is like are you in the space to receive information that could possibly hurt you yeah, and that's yeah, like yeah. that. Now you're making me. Yeah, no. Nah, yeah, exactly. like, what? <laughs> what are you gonna? Say? It's like, wait, are you gonna, are you gonna tell me now? Or wait, wait four hours. Like, yeah, uh, like you can't do that. Like, nah, nah you can't. I yeah, yeah, that's like, that's like, yeah. I feel like if you understand people, 
even to a little bit of extent, an extent, you shouldn't really need yeah. like yeah. If it's that serious and you don't know, do not send it via text. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, come yeah. call or yeah. or meet up. Like yeah. wait, yeah. Yeah. you know you what better, I mean? You better meet me. Don't say it. Yo, my friend like nah. I'm like yo, I'm not playing with you. I won't sleep. Straight up, like you have to answer that question before I sleep. You know, like can we talk? Messages make me want to scream. Like yeah, it's like yo, of course we can now. Yeah. <laughs> Even if I'm at work, I'm gonna take a break. <laughs> right. Um, the worst one's like, yo, question mark. Like, <laughs> just, just, yeah, I just need a second. All right. It's like, well, thanks. Now I'm anxious. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm worried. No, no, you better no, answer the yo, You better. <laughs> when are you free? When you get off? Next okay, break. bet. <laughs> but the reason it's why. Bring it back so much. <laughs> need a second. <laughs> take, take your time, bro. <laughs> take, take your time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but wait, we're supposed to this question oh <laughs> right the reason why i brought up the question right was just because like you know for like sometimes when you're the person who people come to yeah you yeah. don't feel comfortable sharing back with whether is that specific person right or do you have other people to go to yeah because sometimes if i like you know whenever they say check up on your strong friend i didn't get it before but i realized that like if you're the person everybody's coming to mm. then you don't feel like on burdening those people that are coming to you with their problems mm-hmm. to to, with your problems, right? Because it might even make you feel like they may like my question your own legitimacy. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, why am I coming to you with my problems when you also have problems yeah, too? Yeah, right? Like for can somebody I, who can doesn't I ask you understand. A question? Yeah. Are you projecting that? Ooh. Um no. Okay. I actually I'm not. Like mm. for for me, like I, I actually make a point to do that. So if like somebody comes to talk to me, me about their problems. The, let me rephrase the question. Mm-hmm. The feeling that Oh, I can't share my problems with you because you're going to think that why you why am I going to come to you to why are you going to come to me mm. if I have problems? Are you projecting that, or is that a conversation you've had where you shared a problem and then someone's gone? Oh man, this nigga really doesn't know what he's talking about, so I'm not going to share my problems with him. It's more like um, you know somebody's sharing some their problems with me. I have thoughts on it, mm-hmm. but I know I'm not an expert, mm-hmm. right? So I'm basically trying to give them feedback based on experiences or just kind of how I see the situation. Mm-hmm. And then the the like I think there's always an aspect of it where like should I share my own personal story or not? Because I, I want you like I want you to understand that I feel this, I felt this too. Mm-hmm. Right. But I don't know if dele- if it delegitimatized like so yeah, I guess I am projecting in the sense mm-hmm. that like mm-hmm. when I do that, I'm always like iffy, like, well, I want to do that because I feel like that allows that yeah. connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I always like I'm on the edge, like this this is gonna like make them feel like, oh well, well you know, fuck it. Yeah. Like, you know, you have problems too. You're not a doctor. So, so the reason I asked that question, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I think that like I feel there's there's an effective way to do that. Okay. Like and this is something that I had, like, again, I've learned at work. Like, so how do you effectively share your story? Because a lot of my work was talking about, like, my own mental health challenges. And that meant, like, going up on stage and, like, Damn. talking to people daily at work about mm. my own shit. And it, like, it's like, yo, dog, this is traumatizing all the time. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it all the time. <laughs> right, right. But, like, like I, you're thinking about it and yeah, you feel yeah, like... I, I, I thought I left this in the past. Yeah, guys, like, am I through this? Mad. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a way to, like share your story in a way that you if someone comes to me and it's like again the topic of like suicidality um or not wanting to be here um and if someone brings that to you or brings any sort of heavy topic to you like and you've had a similar experience it's not like ah yeah i've been through it so don't worry about it like i've come out and look at me i'm fine i'm still here but it's like how can I tell this person that this is an experience 
that is valid, that it's possible, that happens. And also, like, show them a way out of it without making it, like, without minimizing their own feelings, right? Like, how do I make this productive? Right. How do I share this in a way that isn't just me bragging, right? Like, exactly. Because it can start to seem like that. It's like, mm-hmm. ah, me, Seth, I went through it and my own was even worse, Seth. Everybody. Right. Like, Everybody's on his worst. And it's just like, yeah, I don't want to come to you again. Like, mm-hmm. if you are just going to do that, what's the point of me being here, right? Like, right? So, like, again, if we're going to be there or if we are, like, the strong friend or whoever you are in anybody's life and you feel like you want to, like, share your own story or share an experience because you feel like it's similar to what the person is going through. You can, but like you also have to be mindful of the fact that like, if you are going to say it, it has to be helpful. Mm. So it has to be about them. It has to be up again. Again, you have to bring that back to them. Like if you start, you have to then wrap it up. But this is the way that I solved it. Maybe like you can try that. It can work for you. This is and like what was helpful from my experience. Exactly. Not, this is my experience. Yeah. Like, don't just leave it there. Because it's like, yeah. oh. Yeah, I this thought, is my experience. I won. It's like, oh, yeah. I thought I was the one sharing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> How did uh, this become about uh, you? Yeah. Like, about your shit. Yeah. Um, like, you know, I resonate with this because... and. Um, I had let me tell you how I fucked up a relationship. Um, oh man! Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, like I, the entire time I was in this, right? I felt like again, I felt like this is not what yeah. truth was. This is what my feeling was. Like I was constantly just like listening to her issues, mm. right? And my feeling was, how can I be open in this space, right? If you know our current dynamic is like you're coming to me and I'm trying to help you. I don't feel like I can put my shit on you. Mm. Like you have, you're dealing with all these things. Yeah. Why would I put my shit Mm. on you? Like that's unfair. Right. But that was entirely a projection. Yes. That's why I asked where you, because like what, not obviously in the same conversation, right. But what would have helped that relationship grow? Mm. I think was, you know, if that, if I was, comfortable enough to mm. say hey like you know you know you're going through these things and we had a conversation i'm going through these things too mm. i am not perfect when when you are weak i can be strong for you but also like when i am weak i am going to need somebody to be strong for me but i never allowed that reciprocity mm. because i felt like i had to be the strong yeah, motherfucker right, in the yeah, relationship yeah, and like yeah. eventually what that's going to feel like or what that again speaking without mm-hmm. actually being clear because the relationship doesn't exist anymore. It's like, eventually that person just feels like, well, I'm coming to you with all my shit. Like, you know, uh, now you, like, well, are you perfect? Like, yeah, you don't have right. any problems? Like, 100%. Gonna, like, they they gonna... want to hear back. Yeah, exactly. They want right, to hear right. the feedback. A lot of the time, people are just trying to connect. Yeah. Right? And that through that connection, like, or they, they want to know that you're also vulnerable. Like, because vulnerability mm-hmm. is something that, like, mm-hmm. we all have. And if you're not going to show that at all right that might create a like weird dynamic that at least it, it, it did for me no 100 percent. I, I feel like that's kind of what i've dealt with like in my relationship at a point and where i had to like figure out oh shit that's what it was and they feel like you're shutting them out they don't feel like you're just trying to be strong mm-hmm. they actually feel like you know the, your, your significant other feels like you're shutting them out and you don't want to share with them 
or you're sharing with somebody else. You know what I mean? And it's, there's also a respect factor there that oh. I didn't even realize that like I was really fucking up. Whereas just like, what do I not feel like you would be able to help me with the problems the way you feel like I can help you with my problems? Mm. I just realized that was an like bar for bar. That was a bar that was used for against me. You share with somebody else, then nigga, not <laughs> right, right. I mean, yeah, right, and I'm not, vulnerable. Yeah. yeah, right, right. So I feel like you know, vulnerability is the key to connection, and I think that's why yeah, I was trying yeah, to talk yeah. to you about where like sometimes I'm like, am I being vulnerable? Or am I just like talking yeah, with myself? Yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. I honestly think I'm, I do a good job of it because they come back. Mm. <laughs> but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that that means something worked, right? Yeah, or at yeah. least they found value in it. Yeah. But like, um, but that that's always the balance I feel like I'm trying to thread if I'm yeah, ever yeah. trying to like give advice or or even share my opinion in general right yeah, yeah. it just yeah. occurred to me that i didn't make it to date two on my last date because i may have been i fucked up the balance between vulnerability and oversharing Ooh, i said too much i said too much how do you know that when you say too much though you know well, what i mean you don't make it to date it's <laughs> 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 exactly it's exactly how you know <laughs> you know in in, in and learn <laughs> Yo, I'll, I'll try and help you here. Maybe this is just self-diagnosis. And, you know. Oh, bring it back to question number two or one. <laughs> the <Okay>. word. Listeners. <laughs> Pay attention. That's what you call tying it in the bow. That's Whoa. right. Yeah. <laughs> two takes and a podcast. Um, right, gents. I, I don't know if I have any additional questions. I feel like we've touched on um, quite a bit. Did you? You have- guys didn't tell me if you were the strong friend or not, though. Ooh. Um. I think it's hard to say the strong friend. Fair I enough. think that pick um, that up. Um, you know. I think that I have. Have people take this in two ways? But most people are very comfortable coming to me because I feel like I have a an ability to receive what they're saying, mm-hmm. not being judgmental about it. Mm. Um, I do have a tendency to hop straight into like solution mode. Mm. So that's something. Last couple of years, I've been like actively working on. Um, but like the, the, like the lack of judgment, I think is what people mm. appreciate. Um, so I don't That's know if key. I'm the strong, strong friend versus just like the friend people are comfortable going to, mm. you know, when things feel like dicey, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's uh, how I phrase that. Okay. I think I get what you're saying. I think that like you can be a strong friend and also have a strong friend like everybody can be like a point of contact with somebody else yep 100% like you might feel like all these people are coming to you and like that's like that could be all fact but like you also I feel like you might also have somebody else or a couple of that like that well now I have the floor party yeah exactly the floor party right like for me like very very intentionally this year a group of my guy friends we decided to create a group chats called like brotherhood and like it was like guys like we're all like working and we're all busy but we have to be able to check in with each other once mm. in a while right like whether or not we're just sharing pants on the what's on the group chat whatever it's i message bro yeah, <laughs> yeah. Man's we'll, about that we'll blue. catch him Man's about that blue that, that blue message fam <laughs> Yo, key distinction. Yeah. Key distinction. <laughs> Bro, he took all, time out of all, it. All your WhatsApp groups, take note. Your WhatsApp group are with daddies and mommies, fam. Get out of here with your broadcast. You get there, yo. Yo, fam, not everybody. Not, yo, I got an iPhone, but I can't judge. Not everybody got an iPhone, bro. Yeah, yo, 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 your phone is valid. Regardless yeah. Of I'm just going to, I'm going to block your group chat. Okay, you have yeah. muted for a year, 100%. Yeah. But I'll still read it. Well, still- yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Brotherhood group chat, yeah, right? Um, 
So yeah. that allows you guys feel like you have some your yeah, connection. It keeps yeah. your connection exactly. even if you're busy. Even if we're busy, like at least I can like you know just come in and be like, "Yo, guys, like I need to see you guys in like a week or whatever." Mm-hmm. Like the shit happened. We don't. I know we're all busy right now, but when are you all free? Right. Again, like it also makes us a little bit more considerate of each other's schedules. We can all like plan together and all that. Like it's like that's one of the things I hundred percent appreciate the most. I do that with my siblings as well. It's come to a point in time where I go like it's been a few days. We all live in different parts of the world. We should check in on each other, mm-hmm. right? Like it does. Like you know, again, we grew up in households where we're not like hundred percent like sharing guys. Like, mm-hmm. but at this point in time. If I know that I'm facing some things, then my siblings must also be facing some things yeah, too. Right. Like it's not just me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how far your own life? Like mm-hmm. let's just talk about it. Let's joke about it. Let's make it a little bit more relatable. Being a little bit more intentional about those things. Like takes away that idea of I'm the strong friend, strong sibling. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, we can all be strong for each other, man. Mm-hmm. At any point in time. Like you're saying in your relationship, this person was being vulnerable with you. You didn't feel like you could have been. Mm-hmm. But rephrasing that breaking that down is you know, everybody needs a little bit of strength from someone else you know, a little bit more space you know how do we how do we do that more we can all be strong together facts Ooh, hashtag <laughs> uh, i'm just just what that's what you're saying yeah like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah like so basically the idea of a strong friend doesn't really make sense because like we all need that strength yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. for sure uh that's that's literally what you were saying too. By the way, you were like that. You you felt like you didn't agree with the with the premise, and and that's why, right? Uh, I don't. I yeah. I thought I disagree with the premise. Like I honestly, I probably agree too much with the premise, mm. and that's what led me to all those bad behaviors. You know what I mean? Right. Um, right. But like I'm learning. You acknowledge that. Like, that, like, yeah, that is a problem. That's not effective, especially with women. Especially with women. With, with I mean, with guys, it's like. I can understand if like a guy comes to me and stuff or like vice versa and like they're not comfortable either way. I can understand just because of how we're raised and all that jazz. Um, but with women in a like romantic relationship mm. that isn't like a friendship or like a romantic relationship, yeah. you, like you can, you can, can't be one or the other. Right. You know, that's right. kind of like, so as soon as you asked, you asked, that was my reference, right? Yeah. That's the one thing that like, I mean, I realized it back then and then I had to mm. learn from it. Like, okay, no. You gotta just yeah. work through it. Yeah, and like women want you to be vulnerable, right? And yeah, it's kind of like actively like search for that shit too. Yeah. So, but like you know, it's hard, man. I mean, but that's like a a huge thing to unpack. Like, Bro. how do you like be an effective man in your relationships, like Ooh. romantic and otherwise? Huh. That's like the next. What, is, what does that look like to you? Being an effective man. Oh, <laughs> sorry, did I give you? Whoa, <laughs> yo, yo. Do we got another hour? <laughs> uh, yo, this has no. been like, yo, this has been a question that hasn't been answered, but I've been mm-hmm. trying to figure it out for yeah. the longest time. And again, I know you guys have a different episode coming through mm-hmm. on masculinity, but like being an effective man for me is like my lifelong goal. Like, you know, hundred percent. How do you like break down whatever ideas you have of being a man? Because those things have severely affected my mental health in different ways. Mm. Like bring that back to the topic for today. Like ways in which I thought I was supposed to be manly probably didn't serve me. And so like, you know, acting a certain way long-term is just not favorable. Um, So my goal right now, you know, is to be like as effective as I can be as a man for myself, for my family, currently and for my future family my friends right now how can i be the best possible version of myself that doesn't necessarily pander to what society imagines i should be because mm-hmm. like i can do all those things and like it'll suck right like, <laughs> it, it, do, it doesn't mean you'll be happy or feel Bro, fulfilled exactly yeah. or right. that you'll be good at them 
Egg. That's hundred percent true. Bro, too. Like, uh, or really, yeah, all that, that, that is. That like, is. Oh my god, that is key because you're basically trying to do something that everybody has said is good. Yeah. But it's not good for who you are as like. That's yeah. not your makeup. That's not. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's not your makeup. It's you not know. what. Like, I mean, uh, my best answer to this question and is, I can be the effective, the most effective me. Mm, yeah. Because you can't take away being a man from me. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right, you can. Oh, you're a pussy. Thanks. Right, or you're the thanks. That's, right? yeah, that's is their perspective. Yeah, yeah, you can't take away manliness from me. Like, I was, <laughs> yeah. thank you. Like, I've got the equipment. Like, yeah. Um, but what I can be the most effective is me. So, like, removing whatever anybody mm. tells me is this is what the man does, or this is what I'm, yeah, no, no, no. What do like what is true in this very moment in wow. this for me? Mm-hmm. And then if it rings true, then do it. That's fine. If it doesn't, then okay, maybe you have other questions that you need to be asking, right? Yeah, Versus yeah. like manhood. Like the manhood thing, like, I don't want to say it's never been important to me, but it's like something that I recognized early that was like, nah, I don't fuck with this. Yeah. <laughs> I like, personally, yeah, I personally think I was like, okay, like you can, you know, do your thing. I was actually laugh at anybody who's trying to fit that like mm-hmm. idea, that patriarchal idea of what a man should be. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't take you seriously and I feel like it's in- disingenuous, right? Mm-hmm. But, what I also learned is that, man, like I'm putting myself on this pedestal, like, yeah, like I'm open-minded, I do all these things, but you start realizing, oh, damn, like, uh, <laughs> that's from home right there, bro. Right, like, right, like this right, idea right, that you right. think you need to have this, mm-hmm. that's, that's not yours. Somebody, yeah. One, yeah, and so yeah. that's something you've been, you, you learned. So I think the challenge, you know, is really unlearning at this point for me, bro, you know, yeah. learning some like unhealthy things, like that just don't fit our society or like, basically allow you to kind of treat the other people that you care about with respect. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's really what it is. Like some aspects of quote unquote manhood, um, are really basically putting yourself in a certain position and like putting everybody else down and yeah. expecting that yeah. like, like, okay, because I'm a man, like this is cool. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like, no, it's not. No. And nobody's going to take that shit from you. FYI. Yeah. Well, you know, for real, man. not in the year 2020. Not at all. Yeah. You yeah. Sir. As a uh, Drake, Aubrey Graham said, you hey, need hey, to hey. know yourself. Okay. <laughs> yo, you did that. yo, that was on point, too. That's perfect. Hey, guys, have you been practicing? Yo, we, no, no. We he does that. Here, he does that. We've been high here. Say less, eh? <laughs> you. Let's, I'm not even going to continue. Bro, please. No. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we can just like. <laughs> yeah. On that note. Yeah. On that note, this has been two takes in a pod. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to add before we wrap it up? Nah, man, I'm all set. No, oh man, man, listen, honestly, thank you so much for being here. This has been this has been incredible. Um, yeah, of course, man. This was a great conversation. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> very, very. <laughs> Guy, you can't help me. I had to weave it through. Yeah, yep, I appreciate that yeah, though. I really I do. Like I really, I really, I really do. Not privy. Honestly, you're not privy, man. Next time, come hang out with us. You know. Yeah, man. <laughs> but yeah, we appreciate having you, man. Do you have any final thoughts to say? Who are you asking me? Yeah, that's. Oh, that's right. oh I, I'm good, man. Do you have any, you know, final thoughts or anything you want to plug in and you know, kind of let people know you, what you're working on? Um. What am I working on? Started cooking professionally, you know, doing some events on the side. We had the barbecue Ooh. earlier on this summer. We're going to do it again next year. That was fire. Day yeah, weekend. that was fire, man. fire. We're thinking about the menu already, so yeah. come through. Um, <laughs> family meal is like the mental health and cooking aspect of Fumilade. So stay tuned. Just check my social media and stuff. Um, 
What's your what is your social media? F Tyro on everything? Twitter and Instagram. Facebook is like my full name, Fumiladia Yola Diddy. I mean, naturally, <laughs> naturally. Yeah. Like, I need to change that. <laughs> Get rid Don't of call that. me any of those things. That was way too much information. Um, no, but yeah, awesome. man, yeah. that's it. That's it. And that is the episode. What did I tell you? I told you guys at the start this episode was fire. You better believe it. Yeah. Um, I definitely feel like I worked through some issues on that one, man. <laughs> <laughs> nice little therapy session, you know? You know what I mean? Like yeah. pseudo, you know what I mean? And it's cheaper. And it's um, free. Yeah, no, actually, guys, get get real help. Yeah. Um, my take on this, you know, as you'll see, uh, is that we need to treat our mental health the exact same way we treat our physical health. Um, get help the right way. Don't wait till things are extreme. Um, don't try and self-diagnose. Don't do it. You know, as Nigerians, uh, some things uh, I noticed, at least from in my life, like that we find normal are actually quite toxic. And at some point, uh, we need to resolve those things to actually be our best selves. So um, it doesn't make you dumb, stupid, or crazy to go see um, a therapist or at least even consider going to one. Um, you know, take the, take the first step because you never know that this might be the last barrier you need to unlock to be your best self. You know, mm-hmm. this 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 might be the like last line before you kind of realize who you fully are. Um, and it could be just, you know, like uh, Fumi was saying on the episode, it'd be just, you know, mental health challenges that you're going through um, on a day to day or it'd be an undiagnosed illness that you never really know. And the only way you can kind of figure that out is, is get help, okay. the right help. Amen. Yeah. Um, thanks for that. I think my, my take is to always treat this... Uh, this mental health thing as a journey uh and by that i mean you know always being willing to ask like where next what's next like what else should i explore now that i know this um and not treating it like a destination right like you're already there like you're the finished product you know that you're a polished gem uh and that for me has been super helpful uh and it was great to have the conversation and know that you know that is really what you're supposed to be doing you know you're supposed to always be asking right next and where am i going you know and it's normal not to be normal you know bruh yeah what is normal honestly yeah uh well that's your show guys um you can write to us at two takes and a pod at gmail.com that's t-w-o and a pod uh, at gmail.com don't forget to put the takes in that email by the way um, you can follow us on social media at twitter so what you did there. instagram facebook at yawa magazine that's y-a-w-a magazine and yeah our website is yawamag.com we've got articles there on music culture and community make sure you check that stuff out as well make sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode uh, you can find us anywhere you find you listen to podcasts so that's uh, apple spotify soundcloud youtube, YouTube anchor yeah, man. We out here. This has been Two Takes on the Pod. Thank you for listening.